0: And Jules for breakfast only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now.
1: The excitement is continuing for all things Bundy. Uh, Andrew Gifford from the NRL Bulldogs has just walked into the studio with a huge announcement. First of all, welcome
2: along. Good morning, Jules. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, I'm absolutely stoked you are here because we have some very exciting news. Yesterday, you were at Salter Oval with uh, our member Tom Smith and also Mayor Turtle Jack Dempsey. Uh, I'll be calling him that because he's totally awesome all the time. (laughs) And we hear that there's a pretty exciting match happening next year.
2: Yes, there is. Uh, Next year on Sunday, the 7th of August, 2022, the Canterbury Bulldogs are bringing a home game here to Solder over Bundaberg, round 21, versus the Cowboys. Ooh, We're we're playing for two points. That's the real thing. It's not a trial. Uh, we're bringing our best team and uh, top line NRL football in Bundaberg next year.
1: Isn't that sensational? I, um, you're on the board of the Bulldogs NRL team. How long has this been in the works for?
2: Yeah, about six months, Jules. We first got on my radar midway through last year. We had a game at the end of last year floating. We were looking to, for a venue and our CEO, Aaron Warburton, said that Bundaberg was in the mix. And I thought, really? Okay. So the minute I got back, <laughs> I, I got in touch with the mayor and uh, the local member and it's uh, gone from there.
1: That's incredible. So you've um you've recently relocated from Sydney? to Bundy. First of all, what do you think of the region?
2: Oh, we love it. Yeah, so me and my wife and my daughter, Samantha, who's here with me. She's a bit overwhelmed by all the buttons. Yeah, we (laughs) moved up in uh, in January, so it was un-COVID related. Mm. We just wanted a a bit of a change from city life and uh, we're really, really enjoying it.
1: So surely that would have had something to do with that, right? You being here in the region, being able to push this?
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's a very collaborative approach with um, the Bulldogs and the NRL and our uh, great local member, Tom Smith and, and Jack Dempsey. And we all got on the same page, and we all, uh, you know, lobbied where we could, and it, yeah. it's all come off.
1: Like you said, it's uh, it's not for a warm up game. This is premiership points on the line for the season. Um, I'm curious to know what effects is this going to have for the Bundy region in general.
2: I just think it'd be great for the region. What it does, it's broadcast via Fox across the world. So here we are on a Sunday afternoon. Bundaberg will be showcased. We'll have the top flight NRL football in town. And the people around the world and around Australia will see what a great region we uh, live in.
1: How many people are you expecting to rock up?
2: We're hoping between eight and a half to 10,000 people, depending Ooh. on how the stadium is configured. So yep. I'll leave that with council, but that's what we're <laughs> anticipating.
1: Yes, I hear there's a, there's been some works on the lights recently, a bit more maybe temporary seating. Is that sort of the plan here?
2: I believe so, yeah. It'll be configured. They did have a trial match here a few years ago, and they've still got the same sort of logistical plan for that. And that yep. was very successful and they'll make some improvements to that, and uh, off we go.
1: Awesome. And will this also mean, I guess, more of a spotlight on maybe some development for Bundy? Of course, we've got the Confuses and Ben Marshkey for the Sydney Roosters. It'd be nice if we keep them in Queensland. But is that the idea that we're going to highlight more of these youngsters?
2: I'd like to think so, Jules. It's one of our objectives is to work on the the local rugby league up here. Already we've signed a a development contract for a 15-year-old Fullback from Shalom, Blake Powder, so he's already signed a two-year deal with the Bulldogs under development contract. He'll finish his schooling here, and if his football develops the way we think it will, then he'll be uh, he'll go down to Belmore and try out for our our rep sides.
1: Isn't that sensational? Yeah. Well, it's all starting here. It's so exciting, but we've got a bit of time, so we can calm down Abs- a little bit.
2: Absolutely. It then will,
1: buy uh, tickets, obviously.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. All that'll come about, I think, in the new year when um when the stadium's configured, it'll be a full ticketed event venue. So. Watch this space.
1: Absolutely. Well, good on you, Andrew Gifford from The Bulldogs, and all the best enjoying Bundy and getting settled in. Thank you very much. What else has been
0: happening this week with JB and Jules on
1: Bundy's Triple M? I've got to touch on some amazing Milby Festival celebrations on Friday night. It was at River Feast Sunset Eats and Beats. I had... Such an amazing time. There was this cool funk band, Madison Cat, and um, look, it was a great time had by all. I think everyone really enjoyed themselves over Bundy East. But there were three, uh, I guess, key takeaways that I got from my first ever time being at River Feast. And ran into a few people and I said, oh, I can't believe you've never been here. So I hope to God you have either thought these things too or maybe I'm not alone. But uh, without further ado, let's get into it. The three thoughts I had at River Feast. Kicking things off? One. The River Feast dance floor. It is apparently for all ages. You will see adults on the dance floor who've had a few too many cheeky lemonades, combined with children wearing bluey tops. And I did notice that um Isaac, the three-year-old, saw it as a, a perfect opportunity to make his move with four-year-old Stella, but unfortunately for Stella, she doesn't want a toy boy. That's my first thought. Two. My second thought on River Feast is you will not bat an eyelid. When you see a fisherman walk around River Feast on the outskirts, Uh, he will be ready to catch a fish carrying his rod. He will get a few looks walking down to the Burnett River, but at least he'll have a great atmosphere while he's patiently waiting for a catch. And my final thought on River Feast... Three. There will be a sliding scale of footwear. You'll notice ladies frocked up in their Friday night best with soaring high heels as well as the bottom of the Bundy barrel, the most dangerous of footwear, which I like to call the no-shoes look, especially when Bob Marley rolls in. So there you have it, my three thoughts on River Feast. Until next time, whenever that will be, but I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: That was
0: wild. Let's
1: Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. I'm talking about drive-thrus. Drive, this is off the back of the news that a United 24 service station is going to be uh, proposed, including a drive-thru pie face for Bundy East. Uh, the place that they'd like to have it is 4852 Princess Street. Now, I think that's just near the um, Choices flooring and the big chemist there. But it got me thinking, right? Pies in a drive-thru. Delicious coffee, it's been done. But what else could you have in a drive through uh, You know, in your comfy, in your jammies, whatever it may be, what would you love to have? 13353 is the phone number. I'd love to hear your ideas. You get numbers on the 100 Club, which means you get a chance to score 100 bucks to spend at the Sugarland Tavern at the end of the month if your number gets uh, called out. We do have a call coming through on 13353. Hello, who have we got there? Hello. Hello. Hello,
0: sweetie,
1: how you going? Hello, Ron, mates. You got a drive-through idea for us?
0: Well, you, you should know more anyway. You come from Victoria. They got drive-through Krispy Kremes down here. Oh yes, server.
1: Krispy Kremes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the laziest state in Australia. Everybody's got
1: to be Can you answer me this, Ron? I um I've noticed that Bundaberg goes crazy for Krispy Kremes. The other week when we were at Milby Festival, uh, Faggy hunted down the Krispy Kremes. What do you reckon that's all about here in Bundy?
0: Oh, I don't know. My daughter had to take her down to the Sunshine Coast to get yeah. her some Krispy Kremes. Oh, God. We need, she wants a Krispy Kreme shop in Bundy.
1: Yeah, people are going mental. Okay, well, let's add it to the list. Let's see if um, Turtle Jack will we sign off on it. that. We need it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Ron. It's added to the list on 13353. Hello, who do we have there? Crystal. Hey, Crystal. You're ringing up to suggest something for a drive through
0: Yes. My friend reckon? and I had thought about this years ago, actually, mm-hmm. Um simply just bread and milk. Oh, yes. That is
1: genius. I love that because I know that like those Uber Eats and stuff in the Cap Cities, they can do, you know, picking up your milk and your bread, but we don't have that. So why not do that? You can stay in your jammies while you're driving around. Love it. Thank you for the suggestion. You've got numbers on the 100 Club. Thank you. Milk and bread. What a perfect concept. I reckon we add it to the list. We give it to Council. Maybe Turtle Jack will sign off on it. We'll see.
0: They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy.
1: Getting a licence, getting behind a car for the first time on your own is such an incredible experience, but unfortunately not everyone here in Bundy Has the ability to do that to get the 100 hours of driving experience up to go for their license. Until now, because the PCYC Bundaberg's Breaking the Cycle program is coming, and this is a new program out of the PCYC that's here to help to ensure that no one has a barrier to be able to get their license. And joining me here, we have Beck to tell us about Breaking the Cycle. Good morning. Morning. (laughs) A bit of Shannon Noel to set the scene, of course. It was awesome, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> Bec, can you tell me how does breaking the cycle work?
0: So we um, recruit volunteers from the community to be a part of our team and they um, jump in the cars, our young drivers, and help them guide them through a better path of driving. Which, about 2012, it started up in Brisbane. They saw the issues with young kids trying to get the 100 hours of their driving up. So they started this program and, um, yeah, from there it kicked on. We've got about 48 PCYCs Queensland wine that do it.
1: Wow. So how long has it been running here in Bundy for? Uh, we kicked off in September
0: last year and yep. since then we've had 14 graduates go through and get their P's. Oh, that is incredible. It is. It's really good to see. Like you see some of these guys come through and they just it's just awesome to see that there's someone believing in them, yeah. which is what the biggest thing that we find. And we find the kids. Um, open up with complete strangers, which just sounds, sounds funny. But um, these mentors are awesome that we have on board. Um, they just help the kids, make the kids feel safer. They get a really good bond. Mm-hmm. It's really good to see the bond between the volunteers and the, the youth. Um, and something can change his kid's loss forever.
1: It absolutely can and like you said, it might be someone who's a single parent who doesn't have the time to dedicate yeah. to help out their kid get their licence but it doesn't mean that they get to miss out. So let's talk about these mentors. You're looking for people here in Bundy that can put up their hands, maybe donate a little bit of time to really make a difference. Who are you looking for that could maybe fill that, uh, that void?
0: Anybody with an open plate licence. So anybody that holds an open licence can be a mentor. All they've got to do is we provide the cars, the training. It's part of a community at the PCYC, so we really make it a big family family thing. Um, they just got to come on board and we help do the training. We go for a drive with me. We go for a spin. We use um, RightMood's driving style. they are really come on board and helped us a long way with getting these kids where they need to be. Awesome. Um, and then we do all the training and we jump in and go take over. That's great to hear
1: driving schools on board so they could even oh, teach yeah. experienced drivers things that they need to be able to hand down to the young kids. Now. Uh, uh, for Absolutely. those that um, could be mentors, any sort of hours uh, would they need to be available? Is it a nine to five thing? Is it an after hours thing?
0: No, no, because some of these kids um, obviously have shift work and you know they can't get to work. Some kids are still at school, so we're hoping to have these cars running from seven o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at night, Monday to Friday. And I have a beautiful volunteer that works on a Saturday day for me, so I've even got the cars running a sad day. Any time mm-hmm. the volunteers can volunteer their time, the cars will run.
1: That is incredible, Bec. Uh, we are hearing from PCYC Bundaberg's Breaking the Cycle program. So if someone listening now is thinking, hey, I could be a mentor or actually I would love to help myself to get my licence, where should we direct them, Bec? Um, just come into the PCYC and ask myself. Oh, as easy as that. Well, good on yeah. you, Beck. Breaking the Cycle. Get in touch with the PCYC if you want any more details. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy sent an email that was meant for, I don't know, one person, maybe a select group, only for it to be sent to the entire company. Well, that is exactly what uh, a guy by the name of Daniel in our company did yesterday. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. It was the one day that I happened to turn on my email notifications on my phone and I instantly regretted it. Because Daniel, um, and I won't share his last name, he's probably got enough grief so far, but he sent an email to what he thought was like an IT email address. And he said, oh, hi, not sure if this is the right person to go to, but I seem to be having issues accessing this program from my computer. I can access it from my mobile, please help. And he not only emailed IT, but turns out that he emailed 2,100 and 93 people and it was just this over and over again like it, it just it did not stop i needed to mute my computer i needed to mute my phone imagine 3 hours of that straight that is what happened because of those 2193 people that got the email at least 27 of those gave poor daniel the phone number to call it and hit reply all At least eight of them were radio hosts like me, trying to see who could outdo each other, who could be funnier in their replies. Uh, One person started asking for the best kebab recommendations and then there was these like sub-emails going on. And then you've got Karen in in accounts who's had enough of all the emails like the rest of us and karen goes everyone stop hitting reply all as she hit reply all to tell us all that so there were emails on top of existing emails and there were sub emails telling us to stop replying and i don't think daniel has ever been more hated in his life i i I was so close to throwing my laptop and my phone out the window it had to put a stop to it fortunately but guess what bundy I can't wait till JB comes back to work and sees just how many emails he has.
0: That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.